Welcome into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And here we are, episode 73. 73. And uh, this is our second part series, correct? This is the second part, yes. And this is the title? This is The Deadly Sins, Wrath and Envy. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Well, before we hop in this into this one, did you have anything from part one from I last week? I do. I actually received this email this morning, so perfect timing. Uh, this is from Stacy. She said, this episode on greed and pride is probably one of the episodes I needed to hear the most. I didn't realize a lot of what I was doing was because of greed. I kept trying to manifest money, thinking I was doing the right thing, but I realized I'm asking for it for selfish reasons. So after I listened to this episode, I started being less greedy. In the last couple days, I have gone through a couple drive throughs and paid for the person behind me. That is really nerve-wracking, by the way. I got so nervous, I was shaking. Which is funny, because for me, at first, like when I would do that, it was the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) It felt so good. I really felt I didn't need a monetary reward in return, because the feeling of sharing felt so good. However, the next day, I got a call from my bank that they noticed an error in my account on their behalf, and they were crediting that amount of the air plus a hundred (laughs) dollars for the inconvenience i didn't even know banks do this it was a gift Uh i have been struggling with living off unemployment since covid shut down my salon so i really didn't know how i was going to pay my power bill and this was the solution i just felt the need to share with you both because this wouldn't have happened without you so thank you wow oh that's a great yeah i did too (laughs) That's a great example, Stacy. Thank you. Yeah. It just shows, you know, it just really does. Whew. I have cool. a hard time reading those sometimes, especially out loud. Like when, you know, yeah. I'm reading them at first, I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. But out loud, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> Stacy, thank you. That yeah, was, that's a great that was story. awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's so true. Like when I first started doing those things, like paying for the person behind me or whatever, I would sometimes even chicken out. Like I'd be like, you pay for him, pay for him, pay for him. And then at the last minute I'd be like, no. I don't know why it's so nerve-wracking. Like, I still, for me, I still speed off really quick because I don't want them to, like, be like, hey, thank oh, you. <laughs> like, bye. Just burning rubber out of the drive Yeah, so I totally get what Stacy is saying there. But it does that does get easier for anybody else that has that problem. It does get easier. Yeah. The more you do it, the less, like, you know, you're shaking your heart's racing because you yeah. realize it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So. That's cool. That's yeah. a great story. So that's what I got from last week. Awesome. Well then, let's hop into episode 73, part two, The Deadly Sins, Wrath and Envy. Wrath and Envy. Um, So I figure we're going to start this one with wrath. Um, I wanted to say first, I did do a survey with our listeners, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to talk about that through here. But the first thing that I found interesting was that when I asked our listeners which one of these things they struggle with the most, (laughs) most said that they struggle with envy the most, which is actually, I think that that's probably Yeah, Yeah, I don't know why. It seems we compare a lot to each other. Yeah, exactly. Which is not necessary, but we do that. And there's a lot of, like with wrath, 
that's a heavy duty anger. And there's a lot of people that don't even have that kind of emotion. You know what yeah. I mean? So I definitely can understand that. Um, then the second most votes that we got was that they struggle with neither. And I found that interesting because I, like I said in the last episode, I feel like on a daily basis, we may struggle with these each one of these a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Even if it's in your head, even yeah. if like you're angry in your head, right. it still can be kind of a form of wrath. You yeah. know, the envy, I think a lot of us do without even realizing that we're doing it. Does that yeah. make sense? And, yeah. And I think, like we said in part one of this, is that we call them the deadly sins out because that's what most people recognize these as. But we believe them to be as more human attributes. Exactly. So... Is one stronger in another? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's certain people that don't, like you said, wrath is a heavy-duty anger. Right. I've had times in my life where I had a lot of anger issues, Yeah. but then I've had times in my life where I don't. Right. But then I've known people in my life that are like constantly yeah. full of that type of wrath. Yeah, that's a hard way to live. Um, yeah, it is. It's not good for you. No. And it's not good for anybody around you. No, for sure. But... Um, it, and it doesn't get anywhere. It doesn't get you anywhere. No, it doesn't. It pushes it doesn't people away. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, is it? Are these all common at the same level? And everybody? No, I don't think so. No, no, for sure. So, um, so okay. Let's go on into wrath. And what is the definition of wrath? Wrath is a strong, vengeful anger, aka rage. Uh, or a deeply resentful indignation. And I, you know, that was a big word, indignation. I don't think I've heard that word before. And so I looked it up for anybody else that doesn't know what it means. It means annoyance or anger provoked by what is perceived as as unfair treatment. So, the, like, right. one of the big words in that for me is perceived. <clears throat> Yes. And and all of this, to be really honest, this is all about your perception. Mm -hmm. With any of these so-called deadly sins right. we talk about, they happen because of your perception, right. not necessarily because of what's actually going on around you. Right. Yeah. I think this is these are the things that teach us the most lessons. Right. In our life, these these seven. I think you're right. Yeah. Things you know. Yeah. There, there's a lot of these that with the spiritual awakening, I've had to try and conquer and they're, I'm definitely not perfect, but I think that when you do have this kind of enlightenment, these are things that when you feel yourself doing them, a lot of the times you catch yourself more mm -hmm. and you try and stop yourself and, and fix it where before it was almost like, I'm just going to sweep that I even did that under the rug and pretend it didn't happen instead of fixing it. Yeah. That kind of something that comes with the spiritual awakening. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see, a, a person experiencing this level of anger will often experience physical effects as well, such as increased heart rate, escalated blood pressure, and increased levels of adrenaline. Anger is an emotion that can trigger, trigger the fight or flight response. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about this with animals, that animals react off of love and fear, and they don't react off of anger. They don't have this wrath. No, but they have to protect themselves. Right. And so this flight or fight can turn into what looks like anger. And that's mm -hmm. why this aggressive dogs that they talk about, yeah. they're not aggressive. They don't have anger. They don't have wrath. They're protecting themselves. It's fight or flight. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're not looking at you going, I don't like the way that guy looks or exactly. You know, he's yeah. not the right color. <laughs> right. He doesn't right. speak the right tone. Mm hmm. They, that's not how no. their mind works. No, definitely not. They're very pure. 
uh, psychologists do view anger as a normal human behavior when it's normal. It's a natural emotion experienced by pretty much all humans. But when it's normal, it's not excessive. It's not overbearing. It's, you know, something like saying that it's once in a while. It's not an everyday thing. Yes. Yeah. It becomes unhealthy when it starts to affect who you are as a person, professionally, and your social well-being. Right. Yeah. So let's see. What causes wrath? Well, first of all, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, is ego. Because if your ego gets too big, then it can very well turn into anger. Yeah. Absolutely. And Uh, I think anger uh, is also a mask, I don't think, I feel is truly is a, it's a mask for pain yes so some people in the world that have may have suffered some severe trauma yes. in their own lives growing up may grow up to have this kind of wrath yes this is actually on my list you you hit a very good one there and like for me my mom had a lot of wrath a lot of anger and she would fly off the handle so for me i can't handle that because it triggers me to remember my childhood and those things. My brother, I believe, was so affected by it that he doesn't want to to fight. He flights. He yeah. leaves. He doesn't. He. I've never seen my brother get angry yeah. ever. Even when I've been angry at him, ever. Yeah. So it can affect you in a couple of different ways. It can make you completely shut you out to it and make it like you know I can't handle this. Or like you said, right. it can make you a very angry person. And my brother and I could have let it take us to be an angry person but I didn't want to be that way because I knew how she made me feel when she would get like that and I didn't want to make anybody else ever feel like that you know yeah it's just selfish yeah I had to make that choice for myself not to go down Mm -hmm. that path yeah um as I saw some others close to me that were right and I couldn't do it I had to separate I had to leave you know, I have my own issues from my own childhood. Yeah. And so um, as an adult, surrounding myself around that, it kind of brought all that emotion exactly. and memory kind of back. Right. Um, so, the, yeah, the best thing for me to do was just, right. I got to... You have to. Separate. And again, I mean, anger is normal. It happens um, if you're doing it at that at a crazy level every day, then yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not. And what I see the examples of anger that we see today going on on oh, television, yeah. this is way too much wrath. This is ridiculous. Yes. You know, it's, it's so um, unnecessary is the only word I can come up with. You're absolutely right. I actually asked our listeners what, where their anger is most directed um, and number one answer, and I've never even seen this many people vote in one of our polls before, was politics. Yeah, This is an election here in the United States, yeah. and this is probably one of the, this is the worst election we've ever had. This is going to, like, as far as how people are going at each other, mm-hmm. how opposite the yeah. Republicans and Democrats are, and it's making everybody angry and insane. Right. I, it's you can see it all over Facebook. I just always felt growing up, and maybe just because I wasn't that involved in politics mm-hmm. per se myself, but I always felt like it was sort of just an entity or a thing, like a department in our world. We had you know right. our social lives, we had politics, right. we have family life, we have um, work life. 
and this was just another compartment. Exactly. I felt the all same of way. a sudden I feel like this is now seeped into every aspect yes. of all these compartments. And it's de- it's making people define mm-hmm. um who they are based on somebody else. Right. And I'm not saying don't have an opinion and don't be passionate about right. you know what you want for where you live. Right. But being open to hear what other people are saying. Right. And those people being open to hearing what you're saying. Right. This is called communication. Exactly. And this is how things get done the best. That that's absolutely right. We're not going to, everybody's not going to agree on this subject, especially not on this subject. It's like religion, which was actually farther down on this list. Um, I had 12 things on my list and religion was number five. Um, But so you can see that centuries ago, that would have been at the top of the list. Right. And you know what? If it wasn't an election year and it wasn't an election like this, it probably would be different. But yeah, because of what we're going through right now, it's just it's extreme. It really and it's going to get worse. And it sucks because we're letting each other get angry over the other person's belief. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I know that there's a lot of people that we're not going to change with our show. They are who they are. And we have to let them be. Be. Yeah. Do I agree with them? Absolutely not. Right. Can I change them? Probably not. I don't you know? want to. It's not my job. It's not my job either. You know, if they want to listen to the show and 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 change themselves, listening to things and growing spiritually or whatever, great. But I'm not going to debate with somebody on Facebook or anywhere else about Mm-mm. my political beliefs and why I feel the way that I feel. Yeah, yeah. It's just not healthy for anybody, and it's like starting to get to where everything has hate. Mm-hmm. Um, I love TikTok. Like TikTok has actually been a great thing for me in this because. It's a place where I can go to laugh. Right. Facebook doesn't do that for me anymore. Right. However, if you go to the comments in a lot of these videos, these people are whatever they're being nitpicked for like, oh, you have a big nose or oh, you this or oh, you that or you shouldn't. You know, one of we had a comment on one of the videos I put up about our dog. I feel sorry for your lab. Yeah. Why do you feel sorry for my lab? You don't know him (laughs) because he was outside in the sun playing in his pool. He doesn't live out there. He was outside playing in the pool. He wasn't stuck at all. Oh. A perception. Right, exactly. It's assumption perception. and perception. Exactly. You don't know how somebody else is living. And, you know, right. so if I were to go in the comment section on TikTok, yeah. I would probably not like it. It's it's phenomenal. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at, um, as I look on social media, I'm looking at fathers and sons that are being divided. Yeah. Families that are being divided. Yeah. Friends that are being divided. I mean... Even within, like, say, uh, the band, I don't know. I know that everybody in the band doesn't have the same views as each other. Right, for sure. But I've been kind of open in saying, let's not bring this in here. Mm -hmm. Because we've all known each other for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And we respect each other because of who we are and what we can do. Let's leave that out. Because yes, that's has no place here. No, it's not Mm -hmm. has no value to what we're doing. No. And it just will cause arguments. Absolutely. And that's very, that's good. I'm glad that you did that because a lot of people don't. And then it does cause problems. I'm not going to lie. I have unfriended a couple of people on Facebook, but 
it's not because of their political beliefs. It's because of the things that they say right. and and because of just the the morals behind it. And yeah. I can't there's some things that I just can't handle, you know, and there's no reason for us to be friends at that point. But I don't make a big stink out of it. I just exit silently. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you got to find your herd. Mm. And if your herd is angry, eh, you know, I don't want to be a part of that herd. Well, and, you know, you surround yourself with sort of people. Like-minded people. Like-minded people, yeah. for the most part. But again, like this is a, 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 an important thing in society, but it really can divide things real fast. Oh, absolutely. I've seen it this time around, for sure. Yes, it has divided our country. I just hope that, you know, we can get somewhat of normalcy next year. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, while I'm on this list, some of the other things that our listeners said make them angry. Uh, the number two thing they said was mean people. Yeah. I, that really is a trigger for me, too, because why do you got to be mean to somebody? You know, no matter yeah. what. Like, yeah. if you, okay, like, for example, let's say that there's a problem with your cable bill. And you call and they they try and explain it to you. And it's not a real problem. It's your problem. You added wrong or whatever. Right. But you freak out and yell at them or whatever it may be. Right. That's Just his job. The inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. That's his job, you know. Right. And he works for a company. And, you know, you got to think about these things before yeah. you react. What could be going on in this person's life? Um, it, it's just about controlling yourself, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I can definitely agree with the mean people. Since the quarantine and with politics and everything that's going on, it is, um, when when I go out in public now, it's a lot different. Oh, and yeah. people are, are very mean now. A yeah. lot meaner than they were a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three was hate. Number four, my family. That one makes me sad, but I understand it. Um, my family, I have a lot of, like, issues with my family with people that have wrath issues. Mm. Um, and I don't necessarily feel anger towards them, but they have a lot of anger towards me just for existing, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, why? Why? So think about why you have that anger towards your family. Is it justified? Is it... You know, they're human, too. I mean, we all have issues, okay? I'm not mm -hmm. saying that they're they're not doing anything wrong, but, like... For example, with my family, they really do hate me because I exist, because my grandparents liked girls more than boys and because, you know, I got more attention or whatever. But again, that's not my fault and I don't deserve to pay the wrath for that. Right. So think about these things. When you yeah. say my family causes me to be angry, well, what is it that makes you angry? <clears throat> is it something that they could control that they did on purpose? You know, think about it yeah. a little bit. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then I said five was religion. Uh, six is money issues. Uh, seven, stupid people. <laughs> uh, eight is my job. If your job makes you angry... You got to get out. Yeah, you got to get out because life is too short. Yeah. And I know that that's probably easier said than done. Yeah. But I, Danny and I have both learned that anything's possible when you set your mind to it, yeah. even getting out of a career that you mm -hmm. don't enjoy. So that's something, too, yeah. that I would, you know try and look into a little bit is how yeah. can you change that? Yeah. You know? At the time I, I think I was like, how, why, how, how am I ever going to do this? And boom, it just happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, and the universe has a really weird way of doing that. And right. once you kind of let go, like with this, with rage and anger, it's really one of those things that you have to change yourself. And if you purposely say, I'm not going to be angry, I'm going to be the opposite. 
things start really changing in your life because mm-hmm. your perception of it, the way you look at it, if you walk around angry all the time, that's going to be your perception of right. life. Like what you say when you, you know, when you die and right. you go to that first phase mm-hmm. and you're in the astral plane and you can decide right, right. there what you want to see. It, if, yeah, it's perfect. It's a great example. I mean, the, just the energy that you're putting out, if you're walking out side in, in the world every day don't even have to be outside you can be in your home yeah but if that is the energy that it's exuding off of you every day um kind of like stacy sharing her story yeah or, uh, at the beginning and that is look what came back to her yes when she put out a different energy a different frequency she right. changed her vibration yep. and so the universe said well we need to let her know we've acknowledged this yes. and we'll send her a sign that lets her know this has been acknowledged. Yes. If you keep this up, similar things are going to occur. Yes. But you must believe. Yes. Yeah. You have to believe. That's the biggest thing. And and really, like, when you start doing these things, it's not like every time you do something, something good comes back to you. Mm-hmm. But that I think at first that does a little bit, but then once you start to get the idea here that you're just going to give and you're not going to expect anything, you're just going to give, it changes your life. It's not just, you know, it's the extra hundred dollars or it changes your life. Right. It, so I definitely agree with you on that. It's, it's, uh, yeah. It's important. Yeah, it is. We got a snoring dog, so excuse him uh, in the background. <laughs> yeah, sorry if you hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's a snoring dog. Okay, uh, let's see. So let's move on to anger and the effects that it has on your body and mind. Because I think that this, is, this isn't something we think about often either, is what it's actually doing to your body. Yeah. One of the things that Julia Cannon, uh, Dolores Cannon's daughter, talks about in her book. What's the name of that book? Do you remember? Which one? Um, the one where she talks about healing yourself. Oh, quantum yeah quantum healing or something like that yes but i don't don't quote something like that I'll, yeah but it, it's a good book and it talks about all this but one of the things that she talks about is anger brings on cancer yes the more anger you have probably the less likely you are to have or high some, blood pressure yeah. and then that's heart issues yes absolutely uh let's see yeah causes a reduction in cognitive ability and processing of external stimuli so it kind of messes with your brain yes um angry people are more likely to make risky decisions uh anger makes people think in a more negative and prejudiced way about outsiders mm-hmm uh, anticipating events that may cause them to be angry. I can, yeah, I can understand that. Like if you are experiencing something and you know it's coming up and you're already angry about it before you go into it, that's definitely not good for your body. No. No. Because you're just building that, you know, days mm-hmm. and days. Um, what are some symptoms, so to speak? Some signs that maybe wrath is something that you need to conquer or, you know, somebody in your life maybe is dealing with. Um, constant negative thinking uh, and focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, arguing with others and getting angrier during an argument. But a lot of people do that. They pick arguments with people to try and help their own anger because they have to get it out. Yes. But it just doesn't get better. It right. just gets worse and worse. And, and even worse. the arguments that you're doing in your head alone. Oh, yeah. These, these do the same thing to you. Yes, they do. But you are correct. The, the in-person arguments. Yeah. For sure. The arguments in your head, you, yeah, that is a great point yeah. because those are really self-destructive if you think yeah. about it. And the truth is, is, you know, um, 
you're going to – I totally lost my train of thought here. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, let's see. The next one on my list is playing the blame game. Always blaming others for your problems. That's what I was going to just say. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Um, is that there is a saying, and it's misery loves company. Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's a truth to that. Because when you are lonely and when you are sad and when you're in a bad place, it's terrible to yeah. feel that way all alone. Yeah. The unfortunate part is that some people can't do that alone and they must drag others with them. Yeah. And then this causes, whether it's a parent doing it to a child, a spouse doing it to another spouse, a best friend doing it to another best friend, yeah. sibling, whatever, it can go on and on, right. the, whoever's doing it. But that is, um, it's the truth. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's a sad truth. Yeah. So you've got to recognize for yourself, you know, these people in your life, are they doing this to you? Right. Exactly. And what's the value? No matter who the relationship is, who the person is in right. the relationship to you, is this a value right. <laughs> to go through this constantly with this person? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, and you have to really question that. You do. You make a great point. Absolutely. Uh Let's see. Constantly feeling impatient, irritated, and hostile. Yeah, because you're constantly on edge. If you're going to be angry all the time, then, you know, you you can't relax. How can you relax? Yeah. Um, let's see. Physical violence, of course. Yeah. Um, threatening violence. And the inability to control anger. If you can't control your own anger, that's a problem. You know, there's definitely something there that you have to get some control over because it's not healthy for you. Not just you, but for any, you know, everybody around you. But you have to live with yourself and the damage that you do to yourself with that anger and, yeah. and the damage that you do to others with that anger, whether it's emotional damage or, or right. physical damage or whatever. It's, They're just compiling guilt on top of the anger if you're not a total narcissist. But. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so how, how can you manage anger? What are some ways? Um, cognitive reconstructing is a good way changing the way you think stopping dramatic behavior before it starts mm -hmm. this is another thing that is it can be really much carried from your childhood too if you see this you have to take that extra step to stop it yeah. um when i was late teens i started recognizing some of the things with my mom that she did and i started doing them as well but i always said i don't want to be like her i don't mm -hmm. want to do that i don't want to repeat these i had to physically stop myself and yeah. it's not easy it's yeah. not at all but it was worth it because I wouldn't have wanted to be like that. Your mind has been programmed a certain way, yeah. you know, through the events that have happened in your life. So you've kind of got like this tape rolling. And then there comes a time, there came a time for me that I started to have to reprogram it. And I still have to work on that. Right. On a daily basis sometimes. Yeah. But a lot of that, you know, like the, what they call stinking thinking, when you get up in that negativity yeah. and you're just like you're wrapped in the negativity yep. you've got to stop yep right then and there and be like okay i'm gonna try this a different way and i'm instead of like whoever the person i'm thinking about or having a disagreement with or some issue that i'm ha being negative in my head whoever it is involving stop right there and just pray for them right just think something happy for them right you know and if you do that, 
over and over and over. Yeah. And it's, sometimes it's exhausting and it takes work. Yeah. But you will reprogram yourself. Yes, you will. To sort of a habit. Yes. And another way is like you did is you made your um, motivation boards. Oh, yeah. Or mm-hmm. you, is that what they called? Uh, yeah. What, there's another name for them that I'm spacing on right now. But yeah. Motivation boards, whatever. Take vision board. Vision boards. Take out your magazines. Just cut out words that you feel are positive influentially to you and you stick them all over this board and you hang it up somewhere so when you walk in whatever catches your eye maybe that's your message for the day yes or maybe it's just all the things that you need to focus on yes and it's a reminder to yourself or put a post-it you know somewhere for the day on the fridge or your nightstand when you wake up some word that you want to wake up to on a positive note. Right. No, that's a great idea. I I don't use my vision board as much as I should, but I did go back to it a few weeks ago and I was looking at it and thinking about all the words that I had up there. And that was made um, over two years ago at the beginning of my spiritual journey. And I looked at all of the things on there. And for the most part, I can't say I've, ever, I've conquered everything because I'll never be perfect in any area. Right. But a lot of the things that it talks about, um, it, I actually have changed a lot. And they're not necessarily things that I have to work on as much anymore. I was thinking about making another vision board more with things that I feel like I need to work on now. You know, it is a very good way of reprogramming your mind because when we first started this journey, I didn't realize how much work this was going to be. And, you know, you think it's just going to happen overnight, but it doesn't. It's a lot of work reprogramming your brain. It is. is. It's everyday battle and you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. But one of the things that I've learned is that if I have a bad day. It doesn't if it doesn't have to be a bad day, like no. when it's starting, you don't yeah. have to say like something happened so the whole day's ruined. Mm-hmm. But if it does get to the point where you're like this day is just it's just bad. <laughs> I just think, well, tomorrow's a fresh start. I'm yeah. not going to gra- drag these problems into tomorrow. No. I'm going to deal with them today and let them go. And that's changed a lot in like the reprogramming of my brain and it's helped a lot. Yeah. Cuz I didn't used to do that. No, and just like even if you have moments, you know, where you're like upset, like kind of when you said, I'm not going to drag this into tomorrow yeah, or bring anybody else into the fold. It's, mm-hmm. um, I've changed a lot like that, but I work, I just let it go. Yeah. Like, okay, you're upset for a moment, whatever. Let it go. Right. Exactly. Move on with your day. Yeah, it's because not worth it's, it. It's not, it's not going to help you. No, it's not. It's not worth it at all. Okay. Let's see what else is on my list. Um, take responsibility. When you don't take responsibility for something that you've done, you have, you kind of like, I don't know, what am I looking for? Like put up a wall almost Mm -hmm. because you realize that you're wrong, but a lot of people don't want to be wrong. So they just keep going with it and they get more and more angry. Mm -hmm. But if you just take responsibility and say, okay, I was wrong, then your anger can stop and you know, you don't have to escalate to that. Right. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard on your ego to admit you're wrong, but. Um, I think that that would help society a little bit a more lot. if we all just said, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong, right, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it is hard to say I'm wrong, but it really would change a lot with everything going on in this world too if people weren't so afraid of that. Yeah. Real. Uh, let's see. Stop focusing on a situation and look at a solution instead. Um, so if you're focused on the situation itself, and I used to do this a lot. And you're just thinking about it, thinking about it. What good is that doing you? You have to find a solution to the problem. Mm. Find a solution and work on it. And then that situation is no longer a situation. It's fixed. 
Mm-hmm. But if you sit there and let it be a situation, it's just going to continue right there. And here is another suggestion in that area is maybe take time out to not focus on your problem and go help somebody else with their problem. That's a great idea. And then sometimes yours miraculously gets better. That's right. So there is, again, a connection to all this because we're all connected. Yep. We all are one. So if we're looking out for each other like that a little more, um, we might see a difference. Absolutely, we would. Uh, a couple of last things on my list. If none of these things work, seek professional help. Yeah. Because sometimes these can be chemical imbalances or mm-hmm. sometimes they're repressed childhood issues that mm-hmm. you need to deal with. And that once you do deal with them, you, you can get through this. Yeah. There's no reason to stay in this place if you have these issues. You can work through them yeah. and you can find ways. Um, another way, uh, in addition to this, like seeking uh, therapy, there's other kinds of therapy you can do. Now they have places where they set up like a room with furniture and glass and stuff. And you go in and you can like take a hammer and smash all this stuff. Sometimes you just need to get it out. Yeah. And instead of taking it out on somebody else, mm-hmm. a situation like that is is better. I remember my ex-mother-in-law, she went to a therapist and uh, one of the things that she would do in therapy, I want to say it was a pillow that she would beat a pillow with like hmm. a, not a baseball bat, but like a, a bat type thing. Right. And it, just to get that out. And she said it felt so good just to get out that extra aggression that, yeah. you know, you don't want to come out any other way. Yeah. Exercise, whatever. Yes. It's all good. Exercise is good, too. Yep. So so that's what I have for wrath. Nice. So let's move on to envy. Um, I think that, for me, this is probably one of the ones that I've dealt with the most. Um, I think for a lot of people. I think, again, this one is strong. I don't know why. Yeah. And maybe it's just this particular era in society, or I don't know. I think we do it and we don't realize that we're being envious. Right. We just, um, because it's what our society does, I, yeah. we just don't recognize it. Because for me, that's what I'm starting to notice. Um, but we had talked a couple of weeks ago about how when we scroll through Facebook, sometimes we'll hear messages of like, stop and like that person's post right. or, or just be, you know, be friendly. And a lot of this reason why, for, <clears throat> for me at least, I'm sure for both of us, that we're being told that is that when sometimes you pass by things and you know you're like oh that person has something really nice or whatever maybe I might want it I'm not going to like it well that person probably worked really hard for that mm-hmm. you know if mm-hmm. they're so just like it you know those are like the types of things that we don't even realize are envy yeah they're just things we naturally do and we don't even think about it right so let me give you the definition of envy right because it's weird you say that it's just a thought in your head yeah and so me might you might even think. Well, nobody knows that. It was just a thought in my head, but it doesn't matter. No, because that's where it begins. The thought goes out. That's right. Like we've had conversations before where you'll tell me about something that's going on in your head and you feel like I'm trying to tell you not to talk about it. Right. And that's not it. What I'm trying to explain to you is if you stop it at the thought, it doesn't escalate. Exactly. So you have to stop it at the thought. Yes. You know, Uh, let's see. So envy is a feeling of being discontented or resentful and uh, longing for something that other people have, such as possessions, qualities, and luck. There are two types of envy, and this is really important because not all envy is bad. 
there's actually something called benign envy. And that is recognition of others that have it better, but it causes you to want to be better as well. Hmm. So that's healthy envy. Yeah. Um, malicious envy, on the other hand, is an unpleasant emotion that causes the envious person to bring down the better off, even at their own even at their own loss. Right. Um, yeah, that pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, only benign envy can have a positive effect because it provides improvement motivation, positive thoughts, and admiration. Mm -hmm. Used properly as a form of envy, it can benefit your life. Uh, but envy can also negatively affect your life if you are using the malicious kind. Right. Um, it can ruin relationships. It can... Uh, ruin the satisfaction of relationships. One of the things that kept coming up when I was doing research was envy versus jealousy. And I guess at first I kind of thought that they were the same thing, but they're not the same thing. No, there's no. Yeah. Jealousy is being afraid of losing something that you already have. So, for example, like let's say that you have a boyfriend and he has um, a female friend and you're jealous of her. It's not because of necessarily her. It might be just because you are afraid of losing what you have right. to her. Yeah. You're not envious of her, of what she has, because she doesn't have it. You have it. So that's the difference between envy and jealousy. Yeah. That was uh, important for it me. It is important. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So what else? Envy. Let's say I did that one. Um, yeah. And en envy is wanting what someone else has. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On to the next page. Oh, do you see? My notebook is done. Uh-oh. Yeah. I, I'm old school. I keep all my notes. I'm sure you can hear me flipping pages. I'm not the type to like put it on, on the iPad or whatever. Right. I like to write things down. It helps me process. So yeah. you hear my page flipping. But I've got to the end of another notebook. <laughs> and I saved them all because I figure someday I might want to look back on them. Well, Marina just donated some. So. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Uh, what causes envy? Dissatisfaction with your perception of yourself or your life. And again, keyword, there's that word. Yeah, mm -hmm. Because that really is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, there's a movie, Bruce Almighty. And in this movie, Bruce is not happy with his life. He always wants more, always has to have more. But he has everything he could possibly need, yeah. you know, but he doesn't see it that way. It's his perception. He yep. just needs more and more. So he's not content where most people would be so happy to have right. the life that he had. Yeah. It's like the old statement that your grandmother used to say. And that was if everybody wrote their problems down and put it in a hat and passed it around and everybody picks a new problem, you most likely want your problem back. This is true. So... We don't think about that when it comes to envy. We just think about, ooh, that guy's got a nice sports car, a right. really nice house, or um, a beautiful dog, and a gorgeous wife, and you know, a million guitars, or, or whatever it is. We're not thinking about, but what kind of problems does that person no, have? No, you're right. We don't think about that. We're just that. thinking about the material. That's right. And it's like, that's one of the things that social media is really bad for because people usually, well, unless you're really like the depressive type that wants to air all their problems, most people want to almost exaggerate their life. Um, and I, I've seen people do this with their marriages that like they're constantly posting things. I love you, baby, this, that, and the other, <clears throat> but they're having horrible problems in their marriage. And this is one way that they're trying to cover it up. Mm, yeah. So you don't really know what's actually going on in somebody's life. It's right. a very good point. Yeah. Very good. So when you are envious or finding yourself being envious, think about what problems yeah. that that six-bedroom, four-bathroom mansion 
might bring. Yeah. And a car payment on a Ferrari, you know, uh, mm. and a high-maintenance supermodel wife. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't, not to judge people, but I'm just saying think about what comes with right. those desires. Right. That it doesn't come free. Nothing comes free except no. the air you breathe. That's right. Let's see what else is on my list. Um, shame, uh, not feeling like you're enough. And and that's understandable. But, you know, it, again, it's about perception. Yeah. Um, abandonment issues. I, I can understand this one because, I can to this. yeah, um, sometimes I do get envious of people that still have their mothers. It, and it makes me angry. Like a few days after my mom, actually, I think it was right after my mom's funeral, my aunt, my cousin got into this huge fight and it was just so ridiculous. And all I could think is you have your mother right here. Like mine's dead. We just buried her. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't. So sometimes I do feel like her death has made me envious of people that have their mothers, whatever sure. relationship it is. Of course. It's just probably a natural thing. I think we all kind of have that if we've lost somebody close to us. I talked to, I did a reading for a a lady yesterday who um, has had so much loss in her life that she can't relax in her marriage because she's afraid that she's going to lose her husband too. And I've told you that that's like my biggest fear because when you lose somebody like that, those abandonment issues that I already had from childhood kick up. And that's what this girl's problem was too. But her problem is she's not allowing herself to be happy in her marriage because she's afraid of having that taken away from her. Yeah. So it's, it's big deal. It is. Yeah. That's probably the one that I've struggled with the most in my life. And now kind of watching our daughter go through it with a pretty important relationship in her life and trying to, you know, how do you tell somebody, ah, don't worry about it. You know, you yeah, can't, you can't. Um, but it's, uh, it's a big deal. Right. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, what else causes envy pride? And we talked about pride last week. Yep. Um, low self-esteem. Greed is another thing we talked about. And comparing ourselves to others. We really have to be careful when we do that, like we had talked about. Um, yeah. It just doesn't get you anywhere. You can't. No. We were all dealt a certain deck of cards. Yes. That don't compare because they have all different suits in them. That's right. So we can't do that. No. And one guy's an orange and one guy's an apple. I mean, we're both existing on the same plane, yeah. but we're different. It's hard for a lot of people. That was hard for me, especially as a kid, you know, like I was so little and I couldn't fit into like the clothes that the older girls could. Right. And I wanted to, I envied them so bad that I hated them yeah. and treated them bad because they had what, you know, I wanted but couldn't have. And it's like, right. you know, could have maybe learned a lot, made some good friends, but I pushed right. them away because, you know. I'm just grateful that I've gotten to a place in my life where I realize these things. Yes. I'm still not walking around at 50, almost 50. I'm not going to discredit myself. <laughs> yeah, give yourself some credit. Oh, right there, yeah. At 49, <laughs> I'm not walking around like that. Right. I'm aware. Yes. And that's what feels best mm-hmm. because I put myself in check now. Yep. I catch myself doing things and I either allow myself, not usually, most of the time I go, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. You've learned that. And I've had to work towards that. And we all do. Yeah. But 
You can choose not to. Right. And again, then you're just putting out that energy, the negative energy. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's move on to how to stop the envious feeling. All right. Uh, first of all, shift your focus. What is good in your life? <clears throat> One of the biggest reasons we envy others is because we take our blessings for granted. Yep. The grass is not always greener. We've no. talked about this. I've little, learned that the yeah. hard way. Yeah, it's not. You, If you have a problem in your life, don't compare yourself to somebody else. Look, Stop thinking about the problem and think about what you actually do have in your life That's that's good. Don't take those things for granted. Uh, let's see. The biggest reason we envy others is because we take... Oh, I already read that. Sorry. Let's see. Remind yourself who... Remind yourself no one has it all. That's really important, too, because, you know, you look at somebody and you think, you know, oh, they do. They have it all. They have a nice house and a nice car. But you know what? They may not have peace. They may not have good health. They may not have a lot of things that you don't realize that they don't have. It's what's on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to look more at what's on the inside. Right. We base too much of a off our perception, and that's this word keeps coming up. Yeah, you know. Remember that each person you meet experiences problems, trials, and weaknesses just like you do. Nobody is exempt. I think we forget that. Nope. You know, when when my mom died, I hated everybody. I didn't want anything to do with anybody, and and this was really why. Yeah. You know, it was uh, it was unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it was pain. Yeah, it was very much pain. And sometimes it's just easier to sort of put up that wall of anger. Right. Because you've just had too much pain. Yeah, and you don't think anybody realizes what you're going through and that nobody's ever had it worse than right. you do. And the thing is, is that they probably have. <clears throat> and they've probably been through some things in your life, too. So yeah. instead of being resentful towards them or, you know, remember that they might have the same kind of life experiences. Yeah. Um, avoid people who habitually value the wrong things. Um, this one is very <clears throat> important to me, especially in the spiritual awakening, and I'll explain why. Um, if you spend all of your time with people who talk about money, cars, extravagant vacations, you will naturally start comparing yourself. I grew up in a in a house where, yeah, it was what you had. It was comparing everything, and those things are not important to me now. They're, yeah. I want people in my life that when I talk to them, the first thing that they talk about isn't the brand new car that they got that cost them $50,000 or, you know, yeah. I want to talk to somebody that is deep, you know, that really wants to get into things and right. has that in their soul and isn't surface about, you know, yeah, I don't really want to know so much about your stuff. I'd like to yeah. know more about you. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Uh, let's see. Spend time with grateful people. Even like on Facebook, um, when people put different things about how grateful they are or whatever, it really can like lighten your day. People joke about like motivational posts, but you'd really be surprised at how that does help people. Just putting something out about, oh, it's such a beautiful day and I'm grateful. Like today's the hottest day of the year that we've had. Right. And I hate it, but I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful I'm alive and I have air conditioning. Right. That's the type of thing that if you go on Facebook and you say something like that and somebody catches that, they start to feel grateful, too. You're putting out different energy. Mm-hmm. Surrounding yourself with that type of people right. will make you want to be more that type of person. Because, like, say, sometimes even for us, when we do the podcast, maybe there's a particular week that we're like, oh, I'm just tired. Yeah. And, and then we do it anyways because we're just committed to it. Yes. We've just decided that this is what we like to do. We yeah. And we get something out of it. 
the icing on the cake is getting responses from people that they're getting something out of it. Exactly. So even if my energy at the beginning of that particular week wasn't great, by the time I've done it and it comes back, Mm -hmm. it comes back as positive because I still did the positive, even though I wanted to fight myself a little bit, you know, I still went ahead and did it and then it, it comes back. Yeah, it does. So it is about those little positive messages. I mean, I kind of like seeing in Facebook, you know, when it's like, oh, enough about all this stuff. You know, let's see pictures of yeah, Mother Nature and your puppies and uh-huh. your kids and things like that. Yeah. You know, that really is what's important. It is. And we forget all that. We do. Yeah, Getting wrapped do. up in mortgage and, you know, nine right. to five and school and all these other things that are that are important but are they the most important right exactly um one of the last things on my list here i get two more things is celebrate the success of others yeah you know i i think as humans kind of this in the envy when we see somebody succeed there's a part of us that does have that envy and wants to see well i could do that yeah We have to stop that. And that's something that, like, again, like going back to Facebook, if I see somebody's post that says, you know, hey, I got a new job or, or, you know, um, whatever, whatever it is that they're as good in their life that they're happy about, instead of just liking it, I Mm. will write a comment like, way to go. Congratulations. Even if it's like, I lost two pounds. Way to go. That's great. You're on the start to something new. Those Mm -hmm. things can change somebody. Just having those types of of comments given to them can change their day. It really can. And it's helping tip the energy scale, you know, to one side. I think just those little efforts. Because the truth is, is there are a lot of unhappy people in the world. There's probably somebody in each one of your lives that would love to see you fail at something. Oh, absolutely. That's sad, but that's the truth. That's very sad. But if you go back and retaliate in the same with the same energy, right. you're then taking away the energy from what you're doing. That's right. So it's just yeah. either kind of, I guess, the old phrase of if you don't have something nice to say, yeah. just don't say it at all. Exactly. What's the point? You're yeah. just making yourself look bad anyways if you're talking crap about people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one on my list is be generous. That's a great When one. you're generous, it just makes you feel good. It yeah. comes back to you. Yeah. And you realize that there's other people out there that need things that, you know, maybe you have that you can share. We've been kind of on this, like, purge where we've been getting rid of a lot of stuff. We don't, like, sell it or anything. We just put it out on the corner, you know? Be like, hey, you know, put it on Facebook. Free. Come and get it. Right. Because we don't need it anymore, and we don't really need the money for, you know, if we got a couch that's maybe sell for $25, I'd rather somebody have it for free right. than to have $25 for it. The work that it, yeah, that you go into nickel and diming, it's... Yeah, it's not worth it. Garage sales, not worth it. Donate it. Yeah. I mean, if you need the money, that's one thing. But, like, for me, I would just rather see somebody be happy and yeah. have something that they didn't have before. I was really happy about that with the the bunk bed that Marina had for years that, you know, we painted and did mm-hmm. all. And I was looking at it as I was taking it down when she's like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I knew this day was coming. <laughs> yeah. And putting it all outside. I mean, God, what a shame. You yeah. know, I didn't. I want to see this some little girl get something out of this, yeah. you know, and then that lady was like so stoked that, uh-huh. that came and got it. Yeah. 
she was so excited yeah. and that's that's what we wanted to see you know yeah. it it's like to yeah bring the brightness to another child who maybe they couldn't afford that bed yeah you know yeah. it it's just nice it's if we all did a little bit of that then the world would not just be a better place but we could all have more there's yeah. no reason why some people have to have everything and some people have to have nothing yeah. You know, you're you're dealt some cards, okay? You're dealt cards in your life. And you don't get to choose those cards that you're dealt. A lot of times it is what you do with those things and but there's other times that people just can't seem to get themselves out of a situation because they don't know how and sometimes they just need somebody to believe in them. Yeah. And it helps them. But you can't frown on people because of where they are in their life if they're not at the same level than you. No. Because that's who they are and, you know, yeah, we're just on a different path, yeah. different timelines, different paths. Exactly. Whew, that's what I got for you. And, nice. And that's you, good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks. That was a good one. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Makes you look a lot at yourself, you know? And sometimes yeah. that's scary for people. It is scary. But that's kind of what I see in society is that we need to stop looking at the other guy and pointing at the other guy and start taking a little bit more of an introspective look at ourselves. That's right. I think we would heal a lot quicker. You can't change other people. Like, if you have an issue with yourself, unless you heal that issue about yourself, it's never going to heal because you can't change the way people are going to respond, if that makes sense, you right. know? The only way to change that is within yourself, and it is hard. <clears throat> I think as humans, we want instant gratification. We That's something that I've learned on the spiritual journey is that nothing comes fast. It does nothing good comes fast. It takes time to build all of these things. Yeah. And even when it comes to uh, fixing a bad habit or, you know, getting rid of the envy and the wrath and the pride and the greed and whatever else, it takes time. It's not going to be one day. Right. You know, you have to give yourself time and it, it does change. And then you look back like me two years later and go, I don't know that person that I was before the spiritual awakening. Right. And I'm so glad. Right. Yeah. But it took a lot of work yeah. for both of us, and we're still working. Yep. So, but it can be done. Don't think it can't just because it's a lot of work. Is my point? No, I mean, look at the amount of years that it took to program you the way you were in your mind. Right. Well, you can't expect that it's just going to take a day or a week to undo that. It might take as long as it took to program it the first time. That's to right. Un to you know reprogram it. Yeah. It it all takes time and work. But it is very, very much worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like a, a virus in your computer. You, if you leave it in there, it's going to take over. Yeah, it's going to get worse. But if you get, you know, something in there to help get it out, mm -hmm. you'll be running fine. That's right. Well, not always, but Right. Better, better. than you were. <laughs> yeah. You can't just ignore the situation. Right. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, we hope everybody got something out of that one. Yeah. I did. I did, too. I like this cool. series. I'm looking well, forward to next week because we're going to talk about food, and I like food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we say goodbye, did you want to share your page? I will do that. Right. Uh, my website is samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can do everything, you know, learn about me there. I'm working on a system where you'll be able to go to my website and actually schedule your own appointments right there. Um, I'm just kind of ironing the kinks out of it, learning it myself before I put it up. But that'll make life a little bit easier, too. You don't have to email me and all that. Cool. Yeah technology i know and you know what i'm so behind on a lot of it because it's not really my strong suit so now i'm like Ooh, look the at the future what... is right. now the future is now <laughs> yeah 
Cool. And you, sir? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, for my art, djonesartcollection.com. The store is open. Yay! Prints uh, are available for purchase. So have a look-ski. Please tell your friends. Yeah. Whatever. Spread um, the word. I go from anywhere to 5x7 to 30x40. So big range and size selection there. Have a, have so a check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find my art on Instagram and Facebook at D Jones Art Collection. And then for the music, gypsybrown.com on the web and at gypsybrownmusic for Instagram and at gypsybrownband for uh, Facebook. Yay. So, awesome. Moving along. That's all I got. Awesome. Well, that's it for us, guys. Yep. We Next hope you guys um, got something out of it. I did. And we will finish part two. We'll do part three mm-hmm. um, next week. Next week. Gluttony, and sloth, and lust. Gluttony, sloth, and lust. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we, we hope everybody has a great week. That we do. And until next week, peace and love.